Episode 19, everybody, of Kind of an Expert. My name is Corey Tyndall, and it has finally happened. I am out of friends to interview. Well, kind of. I'm out of friends to interview that have a microphone. So, to uh, make up for that, I got my brother, uh, who actually had a really interesting topic that uh, he wanted to talk about. He actually just graduated college, spent the last two months quarantined and doing online classes, and so I uh, wanted to actually hear from him what that was like, kind of what the the attitude around campus was, what it was like locked in an apartment with three people for two weeks, and Keith, actually, my brother, has uh, a connection to one of the first cases in the state of Michigan. So uh, I thought this was all super interesting, and I think you guys will too. So let's get into it. Yeah, you get get that extra half hour of sleep. Yeah. Exactly. That's really meaningful to me. <laughs> I'm very happy to have yeah. that. 21 years old, a lot of uh, need to sleep. God damn. Well, you got a lot of sleep at college. Yeah, no. That was, you guys a, went to bed at like more, fucking 9.15 and woke up at 5.30 like you were old men at the retirement yeah, home. Probably more <laughs> sleep than I would guess 95% of all college students. Yeah. 10 o'clock, bedtime. If I could get up at 9 or 10 the next day, I would, but I just couldn't. <laughs> Why? How? One, I guess my biggest question, the one thing I couldn't figure out was how did you, how did the rest of the people in your apartment complex and your dorm not just keep you up or were you just always mad at them because they decided to hang out past 9, 10? <laughs> Honestly, just completely good luck on that front. I have wow. no idea how. Well, all right, there's one, one reason possibly. So my sophomore year at MSU... I found myself living on the drug and alcohol rehab floor. Wow! In the dorm, you found yourself. It was, was it? Were you supposed to be there? I'd Is be, there something <laughs> I don't know about? <laughs> well, you know, not sure who our listeners our, are on this one. But <laughs> did our father sign you up for it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. How did? So it was just random. You get yeah. like freshmen. They're like, ah, oh, here's a room. Take it. Yeah. So basically. Uh, Michigan State decided that they were going to create a drug and alcohol rehab floor for students who were who were pretty much in rehab or recovering from addiction. Mm-hmm. And they decided that it would be our floor after. So we signed up for it in October for the next year. Okay. And then they told us in August, right before the term started that, that coming year, that, uh, that it was going to be the drug and alcohol rehab floor. And we were like, Okay, great. And they told us that if we got caught with drugs and alcohol, that it was going to be super serious. They, because, they told you if you were going to get caught with drugs and alcohol, they were going to put you right on this floor. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty convenient, actually. I mean, if yeah. you're going to have a drug and alcohol problem, you might as well do it while you're already on the floor. That's a good point. You're already down, and you know the other people down there are willing to help. Yeah. They're, they're there for you. It. Yeah. They, yeah. They know how to sympathize and empathize well all that to say it's it's possible that because we were on that floor that everyone was quieter because they were either afraid of getting caught or they just knew that they couldn't mess up that's that, true yeah we were uh my my fr- 
well, I guess my freshman year, my girlfriend lived on that floor, and my sophomore year, I lived on the floor of uh, the suites, so it was all older people, so it was just like my group of friends and then a mm-hmm. bunch of 21-year-olds, and we were just blatantly drunk in the hallway like throwing frisbees <laughs> and, like it was uh i mean it was an alcohol we were allowed to have alcohol on the floor because there were older kids there gotcha but uh we weren't supposed to have it but yeah. rra was a pushover oh, we so. were we were zero tolerance beyond zero tolerance <laughs> <laughs> the threats threats were made luckily at that at that point we were sophomores and so we'd sort of gotten uh a little bit of good faith with our RA mm-hmm. and sort of explain to him, you know, well, actually, right before our first floor meeting, which everyone was required to attend, and they're very serious about everyone getting there just to meet everyone else. Uh, I, you know, I didn't really want to go. So, yep. <laughs> of course. And uh, so I just walked to my RA's room, knocked on the door, told him I had to go back home to go get some stuff that I'd forgotten <laughs> that I wouldn't be able to attend the meeting and then dipped out, went to a friend's house. So I never wow. actually even met these guys either. Which, yeah, I guess that's a pretty good excuse because Michigan State's only an hour or so away from yep. here. If I said that at Tech, they'd be like, all right, I'll see you in a week. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> you're going to drive 10 hours for some stuff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have a flight? Is yeah, that... <laughs> right. Really? Well, there's only one flight a day, and it's to Chicago, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yep. <laughs> I've heard the plane only see, see, sat like 15 people too so it's like the tiniest plane flying over lake michigan just getting thrown <laughs> yeah, around i don't know if i would enjoy wind. that <laughs> we never we never did it someday maybe when i head back i'll uh, i'll give that a shot yeah i think i would prefer to risk driving through the upper peninsula wilderness for hours on hours yeah bring a blanket and I would feel much safer than, yeah. than flying over Lake Michigan and something that's It was really small. a toss-up. It was either crash into Lake Michigan in a plane or crash into a logging truck in the UP. So <laughs> we chose the logging truck most of the time, but <laughs> what are you going to do? All right. Well, so that's, I mean, that's an interesting start to your, your college career. You just immediately, they're like, hey, you know how you've heard for the last like four years of high school that college is just a party and everyone gets drunk in their room? <laughs> well, not you guys. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, then the year before, we lived on the same floor, almost in the same room, and our RA was a was a graduating senior in the winter ah. so he could not have given less of a shit yeah. about what went on <laughs> on that floor so honestly it was like a hundred straight to zero between freshman and sophomore year as far oh, okay. as that floor went but yeah completely it, it definitely was a bit of a switch yeah well so the the other thing and i guess we'll I'm I'm gonna jump around. I'm gonna do what the Michael Jordan doc did and jump through your uh, right. through your college career from beginning to end. Hopefully, and, then, your, your and it'll fans be hella be confusing. <laughs> no, it'll our- be hella confusing. <laughs> won't make any sense why we're doing it, but we're just gonna do it. That's the trend now. I like to keep up with what the kids are doing. Yep, but give the, them what uh, they want. Yeah. So the the biggest difference between your college. Uh, experience and really anyone else's in the last hundred years is that you just graduated uh in the pandemic like a week ago and your graduation consisted of me sitting in your dorm room going 
Yep, commencement would be right now. And then, <laughs> and, then, yeah, it, and then we drove back to Grand Rapids. And that was to hang out with our parents and for that a week. Was, yeah, that's all that Happy you got. Happy graduation. Yeah. I actually was just outside taking photos in not a green cap and gown, no. as I would have preferred, as is Michigan State colors, because I didn't purchase one, obviously, because yeah. why would I? I'm not, right. can't go. It's a waste of so 150 bucks. I just took pictures in a black gown. No cap at all. You know whose gown that is. Whose is it? Mine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the one that I used four years ago. And then our dad, who is a teacher, has been stealing it for every high school commencement that he's gone to. So he said today that he left my uh, psychology honor society pin on there and he had no idea what it meant. <laughs> I wanted to be like, oh yeah, I was part of the alt right group in uh, college. <laughs> the membership pin. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. a bit of a. Bit of a different vibe for yeah. graduation is what I expected, maybe. Well, do you feel like you missed out on something? Because our family's not big on those giant ceremonies no. and, and pomp and circumstance bullshittery. That's not really – maybe you like it a little more than, than I do, but that's not our thing. But at the same time, I feel like you could be like, ah, I should be doing this right now. I don't yeah. know. No, so I never had plans to go to the – like full university commencement where the president mm. speaks and, and whatnot. What I did want to do was my college specific ceremony because that was only going to be about an hour, hour and a half. Right. And for something as big as graduation, I mean, I feel like it hasn't really hit me. Like I've just pretty much kept the same job that I had during the year right now while they, adding they some rolled stuff it over. on. Yeah. So oh, I've okay. just stayed on with my job. And so it doesn't really feel like, oh, Yes, now I have a bachelor's degree, and, mm -hmm. and I'm going to go get a real job, no matter how many I apply for. Right. That's, yeah, that's that's good you know that's not yeah. happening. Exactly. Can <laughs> <laughs> set the expectations low? Yeah. Um, and not to mention, you're still in your college apartment until exactly. August. Yeah. So, so there's like, what, one person who you won't see again who's gone right now, but pretty much everyone yeah. else is also at the university still this summer, so you've got another few months of hanging yeah. out if by everyone you mean two of my best friends who i've seen yeah. every day for the last two <laughs> months without fail <laughs> i guess that's fun to get into how much did you want to kill gavin well oh uh, my goodness because <laughs> we talked to gavin about it. gavin is uh keith's keith's friend from college and we're also family friends and his gavin's older brother was in high school and middle school and elementary school with me so there's a long history there so i also talk with gavin every once in a while and he pretty much summed it up as uh, we weren't actively mad at each other, but everything had a short fuse on yeah, it. Yeah, it was like, sort of this atmosphere <laughs> of shortness. It's like out of all the people that I that I live with and hang out with on a daily basis, Gavin is probably yeah. on the higher end of I would want to live with this person. Like I could stand this person. And so even with that in mind, by the end of it, it definitely had a short fuse sort of feel yeah. to it. Well, you can't really get away from them. Like, there's exactly. no, there's nothing that you can do because even if, like, even if you have like one or two people over, that's mm -hmm. like obviously Gavin's still gonna be there. And I brought up yeah. Gavin because I knew you, you actually, you still liked him at the end of this. I wasn't yeah. gonna say someone where you're like, you know, fuck that. Exactly. Person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm we done with them. <laughs> We literally have keys to each other's apartments. Right. So there is and they're next no, door. Yeah, right. So they're really, I can, you know, just knock on the wall and, and he's there. So. Yeah. Right. But that, I mean, that's, 
that must that it's just frustrating especially because college like everyone well so after i visited i came back and they were like oh what was it like i was like oh it's fun you know hanging out with young people again but it's like you know like we get it you have emotions which <laughs> yeah. just like the idea of of being in that stage of life and not being able to escape your friends yeah seems like Completely. the equivalent of being a 16 year old who got grounded at their parents house <laughs> and they can't leave Which we just have like experience angsty with. right <laughs> well yeah exactly yeah a, a similar feeling <laughs> just like i'm tired of these people can i please completely yeah. yeah and it's you know generally you've got outlets you know you can go to someone else's house that's on campus you can go to someone else's dorm right and every weekend someone's throwing a party so right. at least you can go see other people and then everyone left east lansing besides my friends and myself <laughs> and we wouldn't have been allowed to go see them anyway i actually right. only figured out that uh, so my roommate, Brandon, from freshman and sophomore year, mm -hmm. lives a couple blocks away from my apartment. And I just figured that he went home when uh, when our classes went online, just like the rest of our friends. Mm -hmm. And I found out probably two weeks ago when he came to return something of mine that he had been in East Lansing the whole time, a couple <laughs> blocks from my apartment at his house and didn't want to see anyone because of social distancing, well. which honestly got on him. But I didn't even know that he was there. That's how quiet he was. God, what does that say about you? God, what, what does that say about everyone in my apartment? <laughs> well, yeah, right. He knew he was walking into well, a, yeah, walking into a shit atomic show. atomic bomb. Oh, yeah. Um, so how much did the universe like give give Michigan State a grade on social distancing? Like because nobody really knows like were there still parties going on? I know one of your roommates who will remain nameless like still went to his frat all the time and like you know there's 70 people there were they having parties were they do like how responsible was it as a whole? I know you guys were pretty good about not leaving yeah, your apartment. I'd say but. It, it really depends on what timeline we're looking at because right when classes went online, it was a Wednesday. It was the Wednesday mm -hmm. after spring break. And they said, oh, we're going to yeah. have classes online until April 20th, which is effectively the rest of the semester right. until, until finals week. Yes, you finish like what, May 2nd officially? Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that weekend, the bars were just packed. Oh, they yeah. were jam-packed. <laughs> the president sent an email. I, I honestly think it was on Saturday night. Yeah. Saying along the lines of you stupid fucking kids <laughs> go home <laughs> really go home and then the next week they extended the online classes until yeah. the end of the semester uh -huh. as a way for people to just get off campus because if they oh, had it before finals week everyone would have stayed because they needed to take their finals in person but once they said nope all classes are going to be online the entire rest of the semester Got take it. your final online cheat all you want now get out <laughs> <laughs> well so everybody pretty much did what i did with new york was like hey we're gonna extend this and i was like cool i'm out of here yes I'm uh, going this to place do. sucks without being able to go hang out places exactly which i guess is the the best comparison to like new york to a university it's just mm -hmm. kind of like you're there to go out and do stuff you're exactly. not there to sit yeah. there and hang out yeah which, there's people hunkering down but i mean you know a big 10 school like michigan state the right the party scene I mean, 40, is 40,000 people's 40,000 exactly. people in a pretty dense area oh yeah yeah definitely yeah but i would say as far as the social distancing went there were no like official activities being held by the university mm. um since it started and even with the fraternity houses the um, 
like my friend who went and hang out with his fraternity brothers, they weren't actually even at the fraternity house. They were just hanging out with friends at a, at a different apartment. So they weren't directly associated. So it wasn't exactly they were sanctioning the event. It was also, to be fair, about two weeks ago when everyone wanted to chop each other's heads off right. by then. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't say there are any university sh- uh, sanctioned activities. They pretty much were, you know, get out of town, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I also, I guess I, it hadn't occurred to me before because you, you're you living in an apartment and you have your own bedroom and you got a living room and it's a decent size. It's bigger mm-hmm. than anything in New York for under $3,000. Yeah, but what I what just hit me is like all those kids in dorms that are in like those mm-hmm. shoebox like yes. rooms where you share oh, yeah. a lofted bed and mm-hmm. you could like slap your roommate at any point like you <laughs> yep. could be on opposite sides and still touch each other like that must have been a i that would have been the biggest reason to leave I, yeah. did any of them stay why would they i guess you know it honestly happened so quickly and i only had one friend in the dorm this last year who i hung out with regularly and she fortunately was already in a, a single dorm. So, uh, but once a lot of people just had pressure from their parents to come home and that's what happened with her. But I've been saying this since freshman year, I mean, in the dorms, sickness spreads like in a prison. It is yeah. just everywhere all at once. There's no way, especially where in my dorm in particular, we had communal bathrooms, not yeah. even sharing a bathroom between four people, right. everyone, same bathroom two stalls yeah so you know what do you what do you think is going to happen i don't think that there were many (laughs) many parents who saw that as a great situation for their child to be in yeah and you know i bet some of the kids would have stayed um you know just to hang out and stay with their friends kind of like i did right uh but yeah being in the dorms definitely not not a great way to go though I have to say there probably were a good amount of students in the dorms because there's just a ton of international students at MSU. Oh, yeah. So a lot of them, you know, dipped out and went home if they could. But also the highest amount of international students are from China and they really couldn't go to China by the time that MSU said, no, we're going to do these classes online. So I saw signs all around campus saying things like, you know, if you can't leave during the summer, we will find you employment on campus. We will we will keep you in your dorm, you oh, know, shit. just so you're not out on the street in a foreign country. That, you didn't tell them you actually were a resident of Ecuador? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, can't go. <laughs> Give me a job, please. It's my yes. only chance. <laughs> yeah, and that was, of course, before I, before we even really knew how bad it was going to be. And before, you know, internships were being canceled for the summer, things like that. Yeah. Well, uh, so I guess I'm, I'm glad you brought up the international kids, specifically from China, because I was wondering, like, what was the attitude towards those kids right when it right when it happened? Because in, in New York, for instance, there was like right when the rumors started going out. And, and don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, the first weekend before the stay at home order, everyone went out to the bar like they were oh, packed. Yeah. And there was this weird aura of like, I have to find somebody to hook up with because <laughs> it was like almost you don't like know when you get to the next chance. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's almost like winter was coming tomorrow and yeah, I needed exactly. someone to, to yes. hunker down cuffing with. Cuffing season. I did not succeed. But yeah, it was cuffing season part two, which yeah. normally <laughs> happens in the fall. But yeah. now it's warming exactly. up. And 
And uh, but there was like there were reports and a lot of people I don't know any of them specifically who are like I'm not going to Chinatown. Like I'm not eating mm-hmm. Chinese food. I'm not going anywhere near any of that shit because who knows when they've come and when they've gone and it like there wasn't like active racism. Like nobody was going down there and like threatening to kill the the Chinese immigrants but at the same time it's just kind of like this this aura of like I feel like I should stay away from you type tribalism and that I assume that that's worse with people that are older just because you kind of get more conservative as you get older so on a college campus specifically yours like was that kind of a thing were people talking about that or did you not even hear about it yeah I wouldn't say that you know any of the people that I was around actively you know, we're saying anything, but we did receive a couple emails um, about xenophobia and some incidents with uh, with mm. Asian students. And I can't remember specifically what happened, but there did seem to be a little bit of harassment going on. And and MSU's had a pretty rough track record as yeah. far as the uh, this year goes with um, the last with three discrimination. Years. Well, yeah, the last three yeah, years, but yeah. even specifically. <laughs> so yes, Nasser, yeah. specifically with um, with race. Um, oh. This year there was a terrible incident in uh, the Wharton Center, which is the Performing Arts Center, right. and they have you know pretty much Broadway caliber musicals that come yeah, there. Yeah, and uh, it's like the the touring. So like if you mm-hmm. so you got the Broadway people, and then the next tier down who go to like Chicago and stuff they would perform there yep exactly so basically in uh this was at the beginning of the spring semester so before the quarantine happened at the wharton center gift shop there was a um sort of a sculpture of um famous black historical figures yeah and they were actually hung from what looked like a tree right and what looked like nooses that went viral yes i remember one, seeing that, that online one, i was like yeah. really so, come on yeah, man exactly and uh, you know i had a friend who who worked at the wharton center and he was like yeah i'm, I'm quitting i'm about to get out like I'm, really? I'm not gonna work there yeah mm. i mean so he was black and he had a lot of other friends uh that worked there and pretty much all of them decided you know like screw this we're out because you know there Interesting. was there wasn't a uh you know as severe of an institutional response as i guess a lot of people wanted though you know it's it's hard to uh to you know maybe find the person who put that up you know whatever yeah. tone deaf ignorant or or racist right. person did well, that, that was, but, yeah yeah obviously but then so the you know sort of the culture of that like that position and the people who worked there it just didn't it didn't feel the same and a lot right. of people you know Obviously, we're like, no, I'm, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm just, yeah. just going to quit. That's interesting. I, I think the that's a very college student response to that because nobody, yeah. <laughs> if you've seen the picture, uh, it's it's not hard to find. If you look it yeah. up, it was on a bunch of news places. It, it was, it looked like it very well could have been an accident of just like, oh, here's all the, here's all the black leaders and they formed this tree and this tree is growing and, you know, we're going to yeah, put more people on exactly. it. And they just like needed a way to put people on the tree and didn't think about it, which like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's bad. I, Pretty so, but it is yeah. to your point that is strike one of like, yeah. Hey, if we're already dealing with xenophobia this year and mm-hmm. then this already happens, then everyone goes like, well, we already had that incident. Now this yeah. is getting more severe and we go from there. Yeah, and you can only receive so many emails from, you know, the president of the college talking about how 
you know, MSU values inclusivity and right. and non-discrimination. And then, you know, the day-to-day, there's, you know, a, a case like this or a story day like to this. Day-to-day. Pretend <laughs> like this is happening every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> well, well like I guess I don't know. You don't know what's unreported. But yeah. do, you, do you remember what those specific incidents were? Or did you yes. even hear about it? I, I don't remember the specific incidents besides the Wharton Center. Uh, oh, I mean, that? for the... the Chinese kids specifically oh, for the COVID. Uh, no, I don't remember exactly. And that's the thing is when, when they send out emails like that after something happens, they don't actually talk about what happened. They just remind right. everyone that we shouldn't be discriminatory. Yeah. And then half the people who aren't in the loop are like, okay, I was trying. <laughs> like, I'll keep on doing that. Thanks for the reminder. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of people I was, have no I idea. was about to hit this kid, but yeah. I, was, I got oh, this nice email. Yeah. Never mind. You know what? They is right. <laughs> yeah, we should hug. We, Can we yeah. have a hug? No, not during the COVID times. It's <laughs> biological warfare. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that. <laughs> Come on, man. Think this through. More issues. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you think there were a couple couple incidents? There, and that, yeah, again, there, were, there were some incidents, but, you know, as, a, as an institutional response, you know, there's, you know, I, I think they could have done a, a better job maybe at sort of maybe talking about what the incident was and, and being very transparent about it. But, you know, you get an email hey, every names. couple months. We want blood. Exactly. <laughs> Show us who did it. <laughs> no, it, it really is every couple, you know, every couple months or so you get an email and, you know, it's like, we respect diversity. And it's like, well, if you were, I probably wouldn't be receiving this email. So there seems to be a disconnect. Yeah, there. it is. Uh, it is. It, it's, it's tougher to deal with at a university because there is supposed to be like nobody blames New York City if there's racist incidents. Yeah. I mean, like, exactly. I guess you kind of can, but it's not in the same way that you're like the city council needs to stop people from being racist where like at an institution like Michigan State, 40,000 people is tough to contain exactly. either way. You're going to have some bigots and racists and like you can't screen them at the door yeah uh, exactly. and so but it is i the fact that they're sending out an email and as much as we're joking it is probably best they didn't say exactly what happened because then you get like copycat people and then people That's are true. like oh we're doing this now like we don't want that so it's i I would say that's probably the right way to handle it. Granted, I don't know all the facts, and it could have been terrible, and they could have completely <laughs> fucked it up, and it's all a cover-up, and the deep state's running this shit. <laughs> but that's just a theory. That's just, <laughs> just a theory. I thought we were giving our real opinions yeah. on this podcast, Corey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, all that to say that uh, there, there definitely was a little bit of coronavirus xenophobia, but once you make pretty much everyone leave campus who can't, yeah. Um, you know, you're really only left with the international students there. So there's there's not as much culture clash when it's, yeah. you know. Well, and you. So why did you decide to stay? Because I obviously left New York. And for, for this, we won't name names again, but you're, one of your friends came back from Spain and had the, the first, or his friend had the first coronavirus at Michigan State and locked the entire university down. Yeah, so, so like, why didn't you go, I gotta get out of here? Yeah, well, so basically, my friend went on a, um, on a study abroad with MSU over spring break to Spain. It was supposed to go to Italy. Mm. And by this point, the week leading up to, to their departure, the Monday beforehand, they were, okay, 
Italy is still at a level two as far as the virus is concerned. We're still going to Italy. And then by Thursday, it was, we're not going to Italy. We're going to Spain now. Because yeah. the uh, the coordinator and the creator of the study abroad said, all right, we're, we're switching it to Barcelona. So then they went on spring break. And when they got back, one of, uh, one of my friend's uh, buddies on the trip uh, started to get sick and went in to get tested. And even before he had, uh, even before they'd gotten the test back, because it was taking about 72 hours at mm-hmm. that point, um, once MSU found out that he was even being tested and that he was showing symptoms, that's when classes went online. Yeah. So it was direct correlation between, you know, that trip and, uh, and him coming back. So what happened is on that on that friday he tested positive for for covid and so that made my buddy who i was pretty much living with who was on the trip with him you know a very potential carrier and so all of us went into 14 day quarantine right from the get-go so i actually wouldn't have been allowed to come back home at that point anyway (laughs) gretchen whitmer showed up at your door and was like don't you fucking leave keith don't you fucking do it (laughs) well yeah so i was on on the phone with uh with our stepmom and and she um maybe we were even i was on the phone with dad and and he said something around like oh mary francis wants to know if you're coming home and i was like i'm not coming home i'm in 14 day quarantine i'm not gonna give it to you like i'm your brother came home he already gave it to us exactly it's like i'm actually for the record i have not given anyone anyone corona that we know of yeah that we know of (laughs) yeah so at that point it really was a better option to stay at MSU because you know it was it was very possible that we were going to you know all four of us really were going to come down with it because of our friend that had been in Spain right and so at, at that point it was all right we're safer at MSU and then beyond that pretty much in those next two weeks that we were in quarantine everybody else left yeah. and i remember being surprised <laughs> oh is that, where is everyone going <laughs> well, yeah, what, do you just watch them go yeah, from the window you just my, single just, tear rolls yeah i'll zoom you later <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah exactly <laughs> so then it really just came down to would i rather live at home with and I'd already taken the good bed in the basement. Exactly, so. that is a good point. <laughs> exactly, so I could go home and and live with you know dad and stepmom, and an older brother, or I could stay in my already corona infested uh, apartment with mm. the three people I was already you know best friends with and just right. hang out at school. Yeah, ruin those relationships. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I was able to come back yeah, this you, week and you, still have these ones fresh. That's true. Yeah, it's like, you know how you make a lot of friends in college and they're your friends for life? Well, we don't have that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> those were temporary for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, really, I just I just saw myself being a lot happier, being able to do my own thing and keeping up that sort of like autonomy that I had in my own apartment as, opposed to, as opposed to being at home, though, though it would have been nice for someone to cook for me. But I'll admit. Yeah. No, that's, that's the same thought process I have for going back. Um, to New York because everyone's like well why are you going back it's not clear yet nothing's really open and I'm like man I just kind of need to do my own shit again yeah, there's exactly. just this like bringing I brought up the the angsty teenager that's pretty much just what happened to me <laughs> while I was like god damn it I feel like I'm 12 again I'm yeah. just like I can't leave all I'm doing is sitting on the computer talking to people over text and shit and mm-hmm. then just my parents are making me mad for zero reason <laughs> exactly. they're, they're just living their lives I yeah, intruded it's, on it's them. not even their and fault suddenly it's their fault no <laughs> yeah. it's not their fault but it yeah. is their fault exactly <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys didn't actually do anything wrong. Right. But I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> just our dad walking through the dining room while I'm working. I just want to be like, can you fucking not stop? <laughs> stop it. Yeah, you get this corner of the house. You get this corner of the house. I'm yeah. going to put tape on the yeah, floor. Yeah, you'll be like our dog. This is my house now. You, don't, yeah. you live here, but this is mine. Right. I did. Yeah. Our, I didn't ask my parents if I could come back. I did ask the dogs if I could come back. And they, were, <laughs> we, they were very excited. We know they who approved. wears the pants. Yeah. <laughs> but how would dogs wear pants? Mm. <laughs> An ancient mm. philosophical question. Yeah. All right. So we're we're off track. So the other thing that, that made you differ from other kids is you did it in four years or three years. You finished college mm-hmm. in three years and you spent one of those years in other countries. So you only had Just two about, years yeah. at Michigan State. Do you feel like you want to go back for another year because you've like missed this half a semester and you were already kind of in the hole anyway? Or are you like, eh, you know, I did everything. What's like, what's another year yeah. of getting of drinking and hanging out and doing nothing yeah well not as much as i thought i would want to go back Mm. you know and honestly it was our dad uh who said probably the probably the most important thing and in me and dealing with you know whether you can never tell him you just said yeah no he better not listen no no he's not allowed (laughs) (laughs) you imagine how much that inflate his ego he'd bring that up (laughs) for the rest of his life Every family gathering. Oh my God! It made him unbearable. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, he said to me, you know, when I was at Michigan State, at the end of at the end of junior year, everyone pretty much was like, yeah, I want to come back senior year. Woo! This is going to be a great time. But by the end of senior year, almost everyone was like, okay, it's it's time for me to move on. So really, it's it's as opposed to freshman year. It's like, would you rather miss your freshman year or your senior year? And I really think it's your senior year. Because oh, yeah. completely, like, you know, at this point, I'm just taking that to heart and thinking to myself, you know, there are some things that I'm happy to, like, move on and be able to do, you know, other stuff in the real world, even though there's no more jobs left. <laughs> Except the real yeah. world doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and what I mean by do other things is sleep in the in my parents' basement while unemployed. Yeah, but you'll feel worse about yourself, so that's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, what were we? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I kind of miss that we're going to, that I'm not going to have that last year, but also I did a lot of, I did a lot of cool shit that, you know, like I yeah. don't have too many regrets. Right. You know, the only real downside is that, um, I'm not 21 yet. So there was at no point where I was able to do like the bar scene at college. Yeah. But then I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's especially with the economy as it is, the odds of me moving out of Michigan are very low. Yeah. And so it's it's very possible that next uh, next fall or next spring, whenever MSU starts again, uh, that I'll just be visiting and able to go for football games and tailgates right. if if those happen in the right. fall and, and stuff like that. So you know, all my friends are still there with. You know, with apartments, so I've I've got no uh, no issue with just dropping in. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is true. The bar scene uh, in college is pretty overrated, just because nobody really has that much money. Like, I mean, up at up at Tech where I went, um, the there was a bar that had like every Friday night from like six to ten, it was like uh, fifty cent beers. No. 
10 cent beers for your first 10. Jeez. So you'd show up oh with like 10 God. people, you get 10 free beers essentially for a for a dollar and then you'd stay there and drink all night, but it's like <laughs> That's you get drunk, you can't get back because you're drunk. I didn't have Uber <laughs> at my university, so we just sit there and drink until our DD would finally show up. And by that point, we just like ran out of money. So, what's more fun than the bar scene at a college while you're in college is the bar scene at a college after you're out of college where you can yeah. actually afford to pay for is- not only your drinks but also your friends' drinks <laughs> so that they like you more. And then suddenly, you're the you're the guy who is college age but actually like has a mm-hmm. life together you're yeah. not sitting there going like oh well you know i got a ton of miller light because it's all i could afford <laughs> assuming i have a job <laughs> yeah Though, well yeah, right no i'm just thinking about if if they had 10 cent beers at any <laughs> east lansing bar i mean the the lines are already out the door yeah. waiting in the cold in the dead of winter you know at all times you know any yeah. and that's on you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for sure. And depending on which bar you're going Sometimes to, Wednesday. they've got a Wednesday deal. Uh-huh. I think there was a bar, a uh, bar called Harper's in East Lansing, which is super popular. And uh, what they had, um, oh, actually, this was the the Tuesday, uh, right before classes went online. They had a uh, a PJ night on Tuesday night mm. at the bar. And there was a line out the door. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing gets women in a bar like a theme. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they were $7 drinks. Can you imagine if we had 10-cent oh beers? I'd be killing for $7 drinks after living in New York for three years. Holy cow. I'll go to PJ night. I'll just yeah. go oh, in my yeah. underwear because that's all I wear for pajamas. But yeah, Exactly. <laughs> all that to say that there's there's a line out the door pretty much any night yeah. that there's anything going on. You, you really don't need much of a reason to get a bunch of college kids to come to your bar on a school night, you know? That's very true. <laughs> Not, yeah. It's... Uh, One of the other things I wanted to ask was uh, about the online class. So you said it flipped over to online classes. And the thing that like a lot of national uh, newspapers, outlets type places are talking about is there is like a small sect of kids that are like, well, I don't want to pay this much if it's Mm -hmm. all online. Like I came here because I can learn all these classes on YouTube for free. Like I, (laughs) so it's like it, it pretty much, I guess, well, so I want your opinion on it. But one of the arguments is pretty much just like, well, now it's like super obvious. We're just paying for the piece of paper that says we (laughs) did this because everyone knew that everyone was like, well, all the information is out there. You're just really paying for the piece of paper but now with the online classes it's like oh this is why don't i learn from the mit guy like there's videos from mit why am i listening to this michigan state fucking guy (laughs) like not not saying they're bad teachers but it's like why what is the what's the point in paying that much and i was wondering if like if one your feelings on that specifically and then also like what you've heard around there like are your classmates that have to go back next year and probably also going to lose the fall semester when the second wave happens thinking like fuck i'm not paying 15 grand for this set of classes here like why Mm -hmm. why would i do that yeah exactly well you know one of my friends actually is pretty almost 100 percent sure that she's going to take the fall semester off 
Complete. Gap year. Yeah, not even just the gap year, just the gap semester, oh. because they're pretty sure that it's going to be online in the fall. Yeah, and uh, and she's in a she's in a program that's pretty sciency. It's kinesiology. Yeah, yeah. So you know she's taking anatomy, physiology. There's a lot of labs, right? Yep, labs yeah. too. And so you know classes like that uh, to take online uh, would be just absurdly difficult. Yeah. Um, and so she's just decided, nope, not going back. But I think for the and, – and maybe this is just because I'd like to work in higher education and at a university someday. But I really think that for this semester itself – um, you know, the kids that are like, well, we got robbed mm-hmm. by who? Who did you get robbed by? <laughs> Not the university. They didn't want to do yeah. this either because the That's university true. is also losing so much money off of this. Yeah. And then they've got to deal with these lawsuits of kids who like, oh, I didn't get like the, the same amount of education, or the same quality of education that I was going right. to get. Well, it's like, well, did you even go to your Monday 8 a.m.? Let's be real about yeah. that, first of all. Yeah. But also, you know, if it's just for this semester, I think that there's... There should be a good bit of leeway given to the universities who who really did the right thing in putting the classes online. Right. You know, there was uh, there was a university, um, a private university. Shoot, I think it might have been in New York. I think it's called like Liberty University. Oh yeah. There they're, was one sort of like private conservative, conservative yeah. yeah university that just didn't shut down. Yeah. And the cases on that university went crazy. Duh. Like yeah. a big surprise <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> so, Alex Jones know, runs that university. Exactly. Yeah, and he's happy that they're sick yeah, too. Yeah. Cuz at least at least they're free. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So pretty much, you know, as far as the university is concerned, what more can they do? You know, yeah. when it comes to uh, classes in the fall, I think that there's going to be a little bit more of an issue in charging the same amount of money for those classes that are online because they have the forethought. You know, right. they they have the time to change that if they want to. But as far as this semester goes, I mean, everyone got everyone got shit on. Yeah. You know, the universities, the students, and no one's happy. You know, because the university lost tons of revenue in like sports, even oh, yeah. just like the services that that people would use on campus right so you know i'd say all around you know the difference between you know eight weeks of of slightly easier classes which why why are you so mad about that first of all that is true everyone got a pass to a four point the last they decided to do to make every (laughs) class or so this is the policy they have they're they have a pass fail policy Mm mm-hmm so if you get over a one point, you've passed the class. And for every <laughs> over a one point, over a one point. Oh my god! Now, if if you're in a degree program that that requires a two point to go on to the next class, you still have to get that two point. Oh, okay. Although if you then dropped out of that degree, you could still put that one point five class as pass on your on your uh, transcript, and then right. just move on to a different thing. But so basically, I killed for that my last semester. <laughs> exactly. So even better, you're able to decide on an individual class basis whether you want it to be pass-fail. So this semester, you know, most of my classes did really well. It's like when your roommate dies. (laughs) The automatic four-point. Yeah, the automatic. Well, so you, it wasn't an automatic four-point, but your grades couldn't go down after they died. Gotcha. So you hoped your roommate died at the beginning of the semester when you had all A's. And then it was stuck. You got the semester over. Terrible. (laughs) We always (laughs) joked about one of our friends taking one for the team on that one. Exactly. Guys, I really got to graduate. I really got yeah. to. Well, even when we lived off campus and that rule didn't apply, we still would encourage each other to take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> 
do what's best for everyone. <laughs> He's so selfish all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so basically, um, you know, most of my classes did really well this semester. One class didn't do as well as I wanted to. Could have kept the GPA. I'm just gonna make it a pass. It's not gonna affect yeah. it at all. And so just for that one specific class, I was able to do that. So I don't you know, a lot of students are really complaining that, you know, that they got gypped out of some yeah. you know education but honestly i feel like that's coming from their parents more you know yeah to, i don't know i think the parents get it i think honestly the kids just want to complain about something because everything sucks yeah, right now and true. they're like who do we blame for this because you can't yeah. like it's boring to blame the coronavirus you're yeah, like oh, exactly. corona like no you want to go you want someone to be held accountable yeah, for it so they're either going after Trump or they're going after the school and one of those I feel is more uh, makes more sense than the other but yeah. I think that that they're like well I'm I'm mad I missed out on my last semester I wanted to party I wanted to do this well yeah. okay now I'm going after the school now I think you're right in the next semester in the fall it's a different story if yeah, they don't definitely. if they can't recover or make a new system in time or at least be open and honest with the kids like early they i they should probably be yeah. telling people right now like exactly. hey That's... make your plans because we're going to be online it doesn't matter if this mm-hmm. swings back like if you need to take a gap year take a gap year but we can't and yeah, yeah it's a huge exactly. loss to the university but... yeah and i think more students need to know and, and the only reason i know this is because um because my friend is going to take that gap semester is that you have pretty much um, from the time that you decide okay I'm gonna take this gap you have pretty much a two-year gap before you need to reapply to get back in right so really you've got as much time as you need without having to go through the entire application process and, right. and do everything so I think there really just needs to be more communication on yeah these these are gonna be online in the fall and if you need to take that gap then just take that gap how many of your how many people do you know that are thinking about taking the gap year are you like i don't think they're coming back i think once they take a semester <laughs> off they're gonna lose momentum and just like ah, i'm gonna be a waiter yeah <laughs> like, i don't <laughs> i think i only got the one friend who's thinking about doing it but i i'm pretty sure it, i mean it's possible that that she could end up going to a different uh college or university afterwards yeah. you know like lcc uh, lansing community college right. is right in the area so much cheaper. so much cheaper and here's the thing professors from msu teach at lcc right it's you know and that's really confusing to a lot of people it's like <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> yeah so so you know there's a lot of i think there's going to be really long-term effects in what what students feel is valuable as far as college goes right because with um you know, like like you were saying, why would I listen to this guy at MSU and I can go listen to this guy from MIT online? Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of people that realize that they can still get, you know, an online education. And I think schools that provide online education will probably grow and they'll be cheaper. Yeah. And that's and that's why they'll grow, because people will say, well, you know, I was in person and I still got the same grade and I don't really feel that much different than online. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's interesting because there is that. I wonder if the stigma against online college is going to go away specifically, like if if someone I I have hired people at my current job and if someone applied with a university of phoenix 
resume mm -hmm. with like, yeah, oh, I got a bachelor's degree. I'd be like, yeah. I'm grilling the shit out of you yeah. in this interview. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. So I guess maybe if like it won't matter if it's from the institution, like Michigan State is Michigan State, whether you did it online or you did it mm -hmm. not, that's, that's kind of how it goes. But you're paying a lot more money. So I wonder like if someone did go to LCC, if the stigma would wear off and they got the opportunity to be like, well, you know, it's the same teachers as Michigan State. Like, yeah. there's no there's no difference. And it's not like, again, not like Michigan State is a top 10 school, but they are definitely top 100. Like, yeah. they get good people there. <laughs> to be fair, I, I think there there is a difference between LCC and MSU as far as, like, the, the quality of education that you're getting. But it's not, you know, it's weird to think of that because it's the same professor, but those classes are structured differently. Hmm. So it's the same professor, and he could be, you know, teaching the same subject, but it's probably going to be at a lower level than you would get it at MSU. And that's why yeah, that's tons true. of tons of students go and take the really hard sciencey classes like physiology, anatomy at like Oakland, right? You know, over the summer or or at LCC or, or Grand Rapids Community College because they're just easier there. Yeah. No, that's that's a good that's a good point. Well, it's the other thing that is definitely going to happen with this gap year is just like, what are these kids going to do? Like, yeah. I I imagine some of them will go to LCC and some of them will go to maybe Oakland Online or like a cheaper area. But I know like a lot of them are thinking like, oh, gap year. You think gap year for a college kid? And you're like, they're gonna go backpack around Europe by themselves yeah. and they're gonna <laughs> sleep with every freaking German guy they find <laughs> and like, uh, and think it's like this this fun trip that they're going on like oh yeah. gap year like ha -ha, I'm, just, I'm trips finding right myself but there's no international trips there's no jobs for them mm -hmm. there's no uh, what are they gonna do are they just gonna go sit in their so, parents basement yeah That's, well i think it's i think it's the difference between well, i think this is what our parents would like me to do <laughs> also baby is, is it you're not in a gap year you're entering the workforce <laughs> it's incur more apply debt. For unemployment uh, well yeah <laughs> it's like well i could be at msu and and maybe get um, you know a online education for this semester, right? And you know that would be worth something. Although if I'm at home in the basement, I might not be doing anything, but I'm not paying thirteen grand. That's to true. Sit in the basement. So there is that yeah. that financial reason of you know I might not be doing anything to progress really, but I'm also not going further into debt. And there's a there's something to be said about that. Yeah, but it's not useless debt. Like it's don't get me wrong yeah. i'm not saying college is worth the money it's way too expensive for what it is but it's not like it's not like you're going into debt and you're not and you're literally getting nothing out of it because if you not if you don't take the gap year then you graduate a year earlier and hopefully the workforce will be back or corona will be there'll be like a cure or a vaccine or at, at least be livable mm -hmm. and then you'll have a head start on everyone who did take the gap year so it if you look at it on the margin it's like okay well what are you doing to better yourself in the gap year if you're not going to go to college um and that's where those like that's where i think online cc classes would be the move because yeah. you're not getting that much debt yet you're still actually bettering yourself exactly. and you're going to graduate on time although that would suck for a senior year yeah completely <laughs> <laughs> for sure it, it does look like you know 
Um, well, you know, as far as them finding a vaccine, you know, it's it's going a lot faster than they thought. Well, and so yeah, it's it's possible that those spring semester classes could be in person next year. But yeah. right now, I feel like, you know, I talk with my friends a lot about this, and we're pretty much all on the same page of, you know, yeah, it's probably going to be online class in the fall. But I feel like a lot of students are really holding on to hope because they really just can't imagine like not having a football season, you know, not having the first part of basketball season. Yeah. You know, it's, there's so much stuff that's just been like a staple of the college experience that it's, it's so different that you really can't even conceptualize. Like, what does that look like? I just don't even believe that that can happen. You know, I think there's a lot of people that are just like, Oh, it'll be fine. They're going to do it. Like the institution continues on. And I really think there, I really think there's gonna be some big changes as far as going online and with sports and everything. That's true. I mean, I guess if you take a gap year and you go to Atlantic Community College, you could still go to the Michigan State football games. Even that's <laughs> they'll, true. They'll ban you from, from going we'll in if, if you didn't even, go there. We'll see if they can even um, have fans in the stadiums there too. Yeah, and I, I am gonna dash your uh, your friends' hopes that are super hopeful. <laughs> if uh, if you go back and listen to the last episode I did with uh, my friend. Jess, who was the the doctor, she was saying that um, even though they've known about coronaviruses for almost a hundred years, they've never successfully made a vaccine for one. Oh. So she's Jeez. like, I mean, we're trying it out, but like it happens all the time. You make a vaccine, and the reason it takes so long is because it almost never works the first trial run that you do because either it is too strong and you get the person sick who got it mm-hmm. or it's too weak and your body doesn't actually make any antibodies because it killed it before the antibodies could be made and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't help you so i'm not going to get too deep into that go listen to that episode that was actually a really good episode um but uh no i i get that and you kind of do need that hope yeah. like you need that optimism of like oh we're we're gonna have the we're gonna have we have to have football we always have football like that's that's where we do our social stuff that's the best part of college especially at those big schools is like yeah game day weekend espn showing up undefeated michigan state michigan like that's the best Mm -hmm. that's the best weekend of the year or even your your four years that are there but even what happened with like march madness this year is just like that's big in our family like march madness was always like we'd come we'd come home at lunch and watch the noon game or like we'd get asked the teacher to put it on while we were there and then this year when it was just like gone i didn't even really Nothing. believe it wasn't going to be on yeah. until that first thursday at like 12 30 when i was like all right should be hearing the music right yeah, now exactly. do, 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 do. and i'm like where is it <laughs> yeah well the, the other thing with the with the college athletes and as far as you know football and any fall sports is that i don't think that the university has any way of justifying classes being online and then making athletes come and perform because they're also students so i think there would be huge issues with them saying you know we want everyone to stay home online classes except for all you people that make us money from the tv deals then you gotta be here because we need that money (laughs) i uh i was i that was actually brought up i did a a different podcast one of my friends podcasts they asked me about that and i the nfl is so different in like there's it's so much easier to play that without fans because these are these are grown-ass people Mm -hmm. they're not they're not there for any reason other than to do this job and the main thing is is 
TV and there's like gambling that depends on it. There's salaries. There's so much that goes into it. You got to do that without fans. But college is, uh, it'd be, I don't think you could do it. Having, yeah. having no students there and like, yeah, how do you give these students privileges? And, and like you said, like if these athletes are living in the dorms, which most of them do for yep. all four years, yeah. I, you just said sickness passes around them like a fucking prison so it's like okay how do we test everyone in the dorms or do we give everyone on the football team their own dorm and they mm-hmm. can't talk to anyone else yeah, they have exactly. to do online classes they can't go to parties they can't it's just like it's so much testing that we don't have because i mean maybe a smaller college with like three thousand people could figure it out but for you pretty much have to test all 40k kids yeah, at michigan state every basically. week to get this going and maybe basketball in the Possibly, winter maybe but just like yeah. f- fall football is gonna be pretty yeah, tough exactly and then the other thing is you know the vast majority of the athletes you know we see you know, we think about the football team, the basketball team, all those people that are that are possibly going to go pro. But you know, there's a lot of Division One sports at MSU that aren't televised even, yeah. and like those, all those athletes, you know, they they are not the athletes where you think, oh yeah, they're not here for the degree. Those people are there for the yeah. degree, and they're also playing their sport. And so then it's like, which athletes do you make come back? Yeah. So I just I don't think that there's a way to you know, it's got to be all or nothing. Yeah. And I, I guess it does also bring up the question of just like what is going to a university worth in terms of the social aspect of it? Like how much of your 13K a year goes into the classes in your mind? How much is the classes worth out of that? And how much is the social aspect worth out of that? And I think that's the uh, I think that's really the thing that kids are going to decide is like, well, even the classes like if there's no social aspect, that's worth 3k to me, but yeah. not 10k. And I, if you have a number you're thinking, uh, feel free to say I didn't <laughs> want to put you on the spot. But <laughs> yeah, no. And, it, and honestly, when I think about the social aspect versus the classes, like even in the sort of professional development way, like when I think of the biggest leg up I've gotten from MSU, I mean the degree is great, but it's also in Spanish, which yeah. <laughs> as we right. know. The, could the have third most to, spoken language in the world. We could have sent you to Mexico City for four years exactly. for a quarter of the price. You would have Easy. came back with exactly the same yeah. skills. Much, probably much better skills. Probably better yeah, skills. Exactly. You'd be so, part of a gang. You'd have a job opportunity. You could sell Coke. Exactly. Keith, we really bought That this. economy We're, is not going down. That no. is <laughs> The Coke economy that is staying stable, up. That is a stable one well, right there. Well, if the bars are closed, maybe people are taking less Coke. The weed economy, now that's going up. You that's going up. Part yeah. Of the that weed is a cartel. hunker down type drug. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Downers are up right now. Uppers are down. It's very counterintuitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, uh, um, but I, I so would, for you, the yeah, the ratio. So I, I would say that um, you know the the biggest leg up wasn't necessarily it was the the degree. It was the networking that I did on campus with the professionals that I worked with, like working Got an it. office job. I my internship after my junior year was on campus at MSU within the education abroad department. Those are the things that I have on my resume that will make someone go, okay, yeah, I want to hire you. You have really good work experience. The classes, I mean, it's, it really is just the piece of paper. I completed it, yeah. you know, and the numerical value probably doesn't even really matter that much anyway. And so I think that there's, there's a pretty good case to be built is like if all classes are online, 
how much is that really worth? Because it's not just social as in like, I want to go out and, and hang out with my friends and right. meet new people. It's like, yeah, yeah. I want to meet real professionals who can help me in the right. job market. And you, and you don't have that opportunity either. Yeah. Well, that's, that was going to be my next question is like a lot of your professionals that you met that are going to help you in the job market. A lot of them were like teachers or like internships and assuming that all of those stick around, but they're just online. Like how, how much do you trust yourself to actually be able to network in these online situations as opposed to in person? Like is an office hour over zoom going to leave you less connected to your teacher? Who's going to, who like now lives in Spain and could yeah, do that? Like, yeah. Cause I'm not going. That's first. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think there's definitely something lost in, uh, in not actually being able to face to face with someone. And, and it really is just, um, the idea of like how well do I really want to get to know you because when you're in the online yeah. space it's you know well I'm you know I could go do any number of things right now I don't really want to be talking to my professor even if it's a networking type deal it's easier when you're online to just click I'm off goodbye yeah, than, right. than to say you know you gotta in choose class. professor or Pornhub <laughs> that's a that's not a good I game. Don't know if that's that's a, not a good game. I don't know if the university's <laughs> gonna come out with a net gain on that one. <laughs> no, I think Pornhub traffic is spiking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're we're at an hour. I guess my my final question is hypothetical because you're you're done with college. You're stuck. You got to figure out the the job market. All yep. four of the plans you had are now gone because of coronavirus. If you were gonna do one more year let's say you were gonna you were on a four-year track you had one year left what do you think you would end up doing in terms of next year uh specifically like would you take a gap year would you just accept the online classes would you try and like go to online classes somewhere else kind of which which way and obviously it's made up so if you don't have a hard answer that's fine but yeah no i mean my complacent ass would definitely just take the online classes <laughs> i mean I, I would probably we're a momentum family we gotta keep <laughs> exactly. it going <laughs> and honestly at this point if i were gonna go back if i were planning to go back next year then i already would have had an apartment for next year yeah. i probably would have just gone and and lived in east lansing just like i'm gonna do this summer and True. taking the online classes and just hope to god that something interesting happens because at that point there's going to be a lot of hype for the spring semester next year if it's actually in person. Oh, yeah. Because all those seniors and then you have all those freshmen, too, who haven't actually had the college experience. And fall semester freshman year, I'm sure almost oh everyone God. can agree, is even, the craziest time. I don't even think about those kids, like those high school kids. Oh, yeah. The, and honestly, we were talking about this the other week, but the, the high school athletes are getting screwed, too. Oh, that's yeah. a, a bit yeah, of a different yeah, yeah. story. But, right. you know, those, those kids that are coming in, and they haven't had that experience and they wanted to go to Michigan State because they wanted that experience. Yeah. And then spring semester, it's, you know, 15 degrees every day. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, all called... right, great. Where is that dorm again? <laughs> we called it the winter semester at my school. Exactly. It <laughs> definitely it's is. More accurately, the winter yeah. semester. Yep. Now, combine <laughs> that with the seniors who got robbed of their fall semester of senior right. year and are now thinking to themselves oh shit this is coming up a lot faster than i thought it was and yeah. it does yeah <laughs> it definitely does and i think that combination is going to be just super hype overall and i think spring sports if they're played will have record high attendance oh yeah yeah sold out games at the breslin every mm -hmm. uh every day yep all right well cool this was fun i learned a lot i feel like uh 
I'm sorry to the people on this who couldn't tell our voices apart. Uh, <laughs> you're just going to have to try your best. But, Keith, thanks for doing this. We'll do another one in a few months when all this all goes to shit and you're living back in our Paris <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye.